spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. There are a number of organizations dedicated to helping veterans as they make the transition from service life to civilian life and helping them locate and apply for the benefits that are due to them for having served our country. Today, we're welcoming the vice president of the Broward Veterans Coalition, a veteran of the U.S. Army herself, Joy Allington. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. What do I call you? Uh, U.S. Army retired? You can just call me Joy. Joy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I know that you served earlier in the development of women being able to participate in the Army. And we talked before we started the program. I got kind of a quick history lesson. Would you mind sharing your story and your experience in being involved in the military? Certainly. Um, I served in the 70s, 74 to 77, the Vietnam era. I was in a unique position as a woman. I was only 18. When I went in, I served as a military corpsman, and uh, I was medic, basically. And I worked in the hospital and in the field. There were a lot of challenges for us, and we were in a unique position as when I was in. I was in a, a part of the military where we were segregated as the Women's Army Corps, and previous to that was the Women's Auxiliary Army Corps. And then eventually, the women were placed into the regular army. That was uh, after the Women's Army Corps was uh, decommissioned in 1978. Okay. And how did things change from the time there was an auxiliary and an army corps to actually being, I guess, a member of the army? Well, initially in World War I, women volunteered for the army and they had to find their own housing. They had to find a way to eat. And even though they were in places like Africa and, you know, overseas uh, where they served, but they had to find their, make their own way, basically. And and, um, although they were supporting our troops. And then during World War II, they actually got before Congress a bill that allowed the Women's Auxiliary Army Corps to come into place. And then women were paid, but they were not, they didn't have all the benefits. Like if they died, they didn't get those benefits. They didn't get medical benefits if they were injured. So they made concessions even at that point. And then it was, I think it was 1943 that the Women's Army Corps came into existence and they, we got all the benefits. Although we were not, we were still segregated. We were in our own army. We weren't part of the regular army where there were men. At what point did women, were women allowed to be part of the regular army? I mean, it's still pretty recent for women to be serving on the front lines. Oh, absolutely. Um, But in 1978, when Women's Army Corps was decommissioned, that's when women were considered enlisted women. 
and we were integrated into the regular army for men. It wasn't an easy road. It was uh, there were men that were very much against women in their military. Yeah, I think there are still. Um, I not want to be negative about our veterans because they still serve our country and we view them as heroes. But there's still a perception that women should not be fighting and women aren't as strong as men and can't do as much as men. And if I'm guessing right, some of the not wanting women is there's a feeling that they won't be able to back up their team when necessary. And that's been proven wrong time and again. Oh, absolutely. Right. Women are very effective soldiers. Yeah. Very competent. Nobody's going to put you in a position that you're not qualified for the same as they wouldn't put a man in a position they're not qualified for. So you go through basic training or women do now the same as men do and they have to keep up. Absolutely. And there are requirements for each and every job and the women have to pass those and meet those requirements in order to be successful in that position or they won't be placed there. So, you know, we talk a lot about the transition from army life to civilian life and how difficult that is for veterans. So obviously women face unique challenges just becoming part of the military and joining and, as they would say, keeping up with men, even though we know they're certainly capable. But then with all of the transitions coming back to civilian life, what are the challenges that may be unique to women? We talk a lot about for veterans in general, dealing with homelessness or issues with families, uh, trying to find a career where you can put down your military skills and translate them into English to relate them to a resume. And then, of course, there's all of the emotional trauma, the, the PTSD. Is it the same for women? Are the challenges the same or are there additional ones or different ones for women returning from service? They're similar, very similar. Um, Homelessness and poverty, PTSD, depression, military sexual trauma, and suicide. Women are more likely, six times more likely to commit suicide than their civilian counterparts. Hmm. Uh, And a lot of this is due to the other issues that they have. You know, women have children a lot of the time that men don't always have custody of, and they have, or they're single parents. And so that's an additional strain on them. So one of the things that we do is, um, you know, there's many different women's programs that um, will assist women. Like there's even a women's veterans call center that they can contact. And I'd like to give you that number if I could. Please do. Yes. 855-829-6636. I'll repeat that. It's 855-829-6636. And that's very important. That covers anything, any question a woman could have in reference to any services that she might need in reference to her military service. So tell me what Broward Veterans Coalition does. You're the vice president. I've seen the pictures. You are, I believe, the only woman officer in the organization. And we recently we recently just uh, have got one more woman. on OK, OK, yes. Yes, ma'am. But I was for a while. Okay. And we're we're an umbrella organization. Um, we're a countywide organization, and basically, we're here to enhance the quality of life and anything that any veteran within the county would need. There's 124,000 veterans in Broward County, and 
women veterans uh, make up about 10% of that population. There's some women that don't even know that they're veterans. They've been told that they aren't veterans. And we would like to encourage anybody that was served any time, any day, I don't care what anybody told you, please contact the Women's Veterans Call Center or call our organization. And we're going to try and plug you in and make sure that you get the services that you need. I mean, you could get educational services, you could have wills, we have support groups, we have, um, there's, for older veterans, there's caregiver support programs, you know, we might be able to help with homelessness, there's any number of things that we can plug you into. Okay, now I know that you do some things that are different than some of the other organizations, we are blessed to have groups like Mission United, and you know, of course, the VA is always there representing the government, but people have to know how to work their way through the red tape with that. And Mm -hmm. that's something that you do, right? Correct. Well, what we do is we work within the county with all organization, any veteran organization. Let's just say that someone doesn't qualify for a grant or they've used it before. They make too much money. We're going to look at all the other organizations in the county and try and plug them in to them that another organization, say American Legion or the Disabled American Veterans, any organization that we find that they have a program that they may qualify for to get that assistance to the veteran. We don't want anybody falling through any cracks. That's great. How do you coordinate and stay in touch with all of the different organizations in the county? And then how do you reach the veterans themselves? Well, that's been a a problem that we have really run up against. You know, we advertise on social media. We have a web page. We have a phone number that we publish. But again, we are also trying to reach out to uh, the 31 communities in Broward County to get them each to have a veterans committee. Mm. And if we can get each city to have a veterans committee, then we've got, you know, we can bring those committees together and address their individual city issues, as well as getting more information out to the veterans. So what would it take for a city to initiate a veterans committee? Let's put this into action right now and say, okay, you live in Pembroke Pines and you need to have a veterans committee. Who starts it and how does it develop? And then when do they reach out to you? Well, they can actually reach out to us. We have some of the legal networking and in place already that we can assist with each community and get their um, city officials to look at. And, you know, of course, we would have to put out and find at least probably six to eight people, uh, veterans in each community and work forward from there. They could contact us at our number or our email address. We'll be happy to assist. What's your number? 1-888-420-9188. Okay, and the email? We're at BrowardVeterans01 at gmail.com. BrowardVeterans01 at gmail.com. I'll say I know that pretty well because your group does an amazing job of sending out press releases about everything that's happening with veterans. I'm on your mailing list. And yes. I'm, I'm sometimes just amazed at the volume of information, but yes. that's a really important email for people to remember. If you are a veteran or you know a veteran who needs some help working their way through the system or wants to start, 
a veterans committee in your city, you can work with Broward Veterans Coalition and they'll help you go to the city officials, work out all the legalities, find seven other veterans and get it to work. So again, the phone number 888-420-9135 or email BrowardVeterans01 at gmail.com. Again, we're speaking with Joy Allington, the vice president of the Broward Veterans Coalition. Do you need volunteers or sponsors to support the work that the coalition does? Absolutely. Any organization needs those workers. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And how do they reach out to you? Is it the same way? Just call? Yes, ma'am. That is correct. They can write us. They can call us. We're on Facebook. We're, you know, we're out there. But like I said, reaching out to people who just don't know anything about the veteran community to get the services that they need is the challenge. And the ones that they're due. Oh, we can assist them as well. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And all of these services are free. Absolutely free. Okay. Is there, I mean, we've got Veterans Day coming up on Friday, and there are a gazillion parades that are well due to all the veterans who serve. Is there a message that you would want to send out to both the veterans and the family and friends of veterans? Anything in particular that you feel they should know or take action on or that you just want to share your own feelings about? I just want to say that we need to look and appreciate the service that the veterans of the United States have given to America. And we look at them on Memorial Day or Veterans Day, but I think we need to look at it every day because there's, if you look at what's happening day to day, a lot of it hinges on veterans service and what they've given to the country. And we do have a great Things that's going to be happening on November 19th, the Veterans Family Day that everybody can come to, the veteran and their family. It's um, going to be from 11 to 2 over at Reverend Samuel Delavoe Park. It's uh, excellent. We're going to have some giveaways and there are going to be tons of information. It's a great place to start. And we're going to be there at a table. And we have some great um, people from Dr. Kelly Ann Petrucci to the Epic Water Filters. We have donations from them because they have ties to veteran families or they themselves that started the companies were veterans. Okay. So they're giving, they're giving back. Oh, that's wonderful. And I know the Broward County Library is involved as well. They've got what they call Vet Fest with a number of events and movie showings you know, oh. leading up to, I believe that the Veterans Family Day on the 19th is their final event that they're involved with. So obviously, multiple organizations have come together for the Veterans Family Day on November 19th. And yes. we do have, we have an entire webpage dedicated to just veterans services and all of these Veterans Day events that we're finding out about. In fact, if anyone knows about one that we haven't yet listed, please let us know. You can email me at ellen.jaffe at cmg.com. Thank you, Joy, so much. That's just a great message to get out there. And it's, it's great to know that there are organizations that are working for our veterans to help them and just make sure that they have the services that they need and are due. Yes. Like I said, if anybody, just anybody has a question, we are happy to answer anything. Feel free to call us. 
write us. That's what we're here for, to help. Okay. And the website is BrowardVeteransCoalition.org, right? Correct. Okay. BrowardVeteransCoalition.org. The phone number again, 888-420-9135. And you can email them at BrowardVeterans01 at gmail.com. Joy Ellington. Vice President of Broward Veterans Coalition. Thank you for giving us the women's perspective on things and also for all the work that the Broward Veterans Coalition does. We do appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. So continuing our conversation about veterans today with Veterans Day coming up on Friday, I am so happy to welcome the Director of External Affairs for the City of Miami Beach, who happens to hold one of the largest Veterans Day parades in our community. Marsha Montserrat, welcome to the program. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you for having us. You do such a huge event for Veterans Day, and I just love seeing the parade and all of the veterans coming out. Why is honoring veterans so important to you and the city? So personally, Ellen, I take great pride that 10 years ago, the city manager asked me to take this project on. And I have led this parade for the last 10 years. And I have to tell you, with all the other things I do, I love this day. You know, Veterans Day is a time for us to reflect on people that have chosen to serve our country. They stood up and said, it's me. I will protect our country. And even though they know that there's a chance that they might give the greatest sacrifice, they stood there and said, I'm in. And so this is that day. This is the day that we celebrate it. Personally, I have, you know, this wonderful experience that happened to me in my life. You know, I'm a first generation American. I was born and raised here, but no one in my family before me served. And so one day I, you know, I was young and I had an accident and I ended up in physical therapy next to a veteran whom I still call a friend, and that was 30 years ago. And he really told me and taught me and made me feel the importance of what our veterans give to our community and to our nation, obviously. Um, and, and it stayed with me. And it's one of the reasons that I do this project. And I, I do it with pride. I love this event. I love it for our community. It's become larger than just Miami Beach. It really is the community, the county's largest Veterans Day event. And so again, I really do love doing this. Now I have to ask you, this veteran who was in physical therapy, it was physical therapy, physical therapy next to you. What was he there for? I think he busted his knee like I did. In service? Yes. Yes. In service. Okay. He he now currently is a Miami-Dade police officer. Oh, thank you. Okay. See, you know, we know there's a place for veterans. But as I was just talking to Joy Allington from the Broward Veterans Coalition, there's so many challenges in actually taking their skills from service and turning them into skills here back in civilian life. But obviously your friend has done that. And this is why we have organizations. And this is why we have you and the city of Miami Beach honoring them and celebrating them with this enormous parade. I'm assuming there will be veterans marching in the parade. Absolutely. So we're very lucky. Miami Beach is home to a VFW group. Um, And so obviously they participate. And through other avenues, we've reached out to other VFW posts in Miami-Dade County. And so we have their participation. And even if folks that aren't members of a VFW per se or another post, there's um, the Green Knights. They're a motorcycle club, but it's really all veterans. Our parachuters, our paratroopers are all veterans. They're all retired members of the military that serve 
in this all veterans parachute troop, um, you know, we we in Miami, the city of Miami Beach, we hire a significant number of veterans. And so everyone that participates in the program, so the gentleman that's doing the Pledge of Allegiance, he's a veteran. Every year, I look throughout the organization and identify veterans to do the pledge, to do the invocation. You know, however we can involve our veterans, that's what I do. And what kind of feedback do you get from them afterward? Ellen, I think the greatest feedback that I get is that about September, I start getting emails. Are you doing a Veterans Day parade again? Are you doing a Veterans Day parade again? I think that's the greatest feedback I can get is that they're looking forward to the next year's parade, you know, early, early on. They uh, they love that they are celebrated. They love participating. The ones that can march, others that are older, we secure vehicles so that they can participate in the parade you know, and ride along. So I, I think, again, the greatest feedback I get is their annual participation. You know, we talk a lot about role models, and certainly our veterans are role models for children. What is it like for kids who are lined up watching this parade of veterans go by in their uniforms with their medals? What do they, how excited do they get? So, you know what, I I love when we're setting up. So it it becomes, you know, the, the lineup area becomes this hodgepodge of ages and groups. And, and so what you see is the military dressed like you said, in full uniform, in their class A's, as we call them, with, you know, medals, and then the Girl Scouts running up to take pictures. And so you see these little itty-bitty Girl Scouts brownies running up to, you know, last year we were very lucky, and the highest-ranking officer that was here was a woman. And so the girls loved seeing that. Oh, I'm sure. And, you know, especially I mentioned I was talking to the Broward Veterans Coalition. Their vice president is a female veteran. And we were just talking about some of the challenges that are different for women, certainly when she served in the 70s and how it's evolved over the years. So, you know, more and more for little girls to see represented people representing them in positions of service and power. Uh, It has to be really, really powerful for them to watch that. So very exciting. Let's talk about where the parade starts, where it's going, and then what happens afterwards. So the parade rolls along Ocean Drive, our gorgeous Ocean Drive. So it starts at 5th Street and Ocean. And this year, we're going to end at 15th Street. And it is held on Friday, November 11th. It's always on the actual Veterans Day, regardless of what day of the week it is. So it's always on 11-11. And we start the parade at 11-11 a.m. I love that. And so, you know, uh, we will be marching with our law enforcement friends, our sponsors, our Girl Scouts, a number of marching bands all along Ocean Drive from 5th to 15th. And then there's this huge picnic lunch at Loomis Park after the parade. There is. And so it's a ceremony where we patiently wait for our flyover. This year we have two F-16s confirmed. And then we are awed by our paratroopers landing right on the X on the sand. Um, And we celebrate those that are in service and we celebrate those that have served and we celebrate those that unfortunately gave their greatest sacrifice, which is their life in the line of duty. So it's a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. It's a really fun day. Um, You know, we have free lunch, a picnic style lunch for everyone. We started doing it so that the folks, the kids that came from the schools that were marching and and the marching bands, they were recognized. But now it's really a community event where everyone that's here is welcome to partake in this, you know, lunch. 
that's this year sponsored by Burgermeister. So they're a local Miami Beach burger joint. And delicious, <laughs> to say Absolutely delicious. And this year, I'm so happy because we have the Army Band again this year, and we didn't have them last year, and I so missed them. So I want to make sure that I put a, a little, just a little shout out to our friends in the Army Band because this year, they will be marching with us again. Yeah, they're great. I mean, you got to remember that, you know, a lot of people who are going into service, they end up in the positions they're most skilled for. And there are musicians who are in the, I mean, real musicians. It's not like they took a bunch of soldiers and said, okay, pick up an instrument. I mean, these are professional (laughs) musicians. So they they are marvelous. Now, back to Burgermeister. (laughs) It's free to everyone. You don't have to be a veteran to enjoy the free lunch. What we do is we try to give priority to our veterans. We ask the kids to hold off to make sure that the veterans have access to the food, but no, it's open to everyone. Okay. And obviously, Burgermeister is donating the food. Are there other sponsors? Because I know Absolutely. you Absolutely. Yeah. We couldn't do this without them. Exactly. So, you know, in addition to Burgermeister, we have our friends at PepsiCo that are supplying soda and water. You know, it's a hot day on Miami Beach every day. So we're lucky to have them. T-Mobile, again, is our presenting sponsor. They have been with us for, I think, they're probably on our fifth year. And this year, I'm super excited that Red Bull is going to be joining us. And then, of course, we have you as our official radio sponsor, helping us get the message out and sharing this information. We have, you know, our friends at South Beach Hotel Group. They are the ones that host our paratroopers. And so they do this every year. And like you and I both said a second ago, we couldn't do this without them. Right. And I always like to give credit where credit is due. We're going to have a couple of our Cox Media Group vans in the parade. Um, Okay, let's talk just a little bit of detail stuff. Like, how are you going to manage traffic? Obviously, you need some road closures during the parade. What should people be aware of? The only road closure that impacts traffic is Ocean Drive will be closed. So Ocean Drive will be closed from 5th to 15th Street. Um, Early in the morning, we usually close it at about 7, and it'll reopen at about 3 o'clock. So that's the only road that will be closed. You know, there's a little bit heavier traffic than on Collins Avenue between those streets, but that's the only road that's actually closed. And we have a number of parking garages available for those that want to participate in the parade. Uh, We have a parking garage on 7th Street, 12th Street, 13th, and Collins. Or, you know, you can park elsewhere and take the trolley or obviously skip traffic altogether and ride your bike. So there's plenty of ways to get to Ocean Drive between 5th and 15th Street. How early can people start lining up along Ocean Drive to watch? The street will start, like I said, the street closures will start at 7th. So folks can start lining up right at at that time. Okay. Do you need volunteers to manage all of the people in the parade participants? You know, I have enlisted a uh, slew of elves throughout our city staff that, just like I do, and really enjoy this event because we understand the importance of it. So I'm so grateful that so many city employees are open and willing to give up what typically would be a day off to come work and support this parade. Oh, wonderful. Now, what about other sponsors? Can you still, is there a deadline? Uh, do you still have room if somebody's got something to offer? We'll always accept sponsors. You know, you know, the majority of our marketing materials have already been printed. But I mean, if someone wants to share something, if someone wants to activate their brand or sample a product, they should reach out. We'll be happy to make it, you know, accommodate them. What's the best way to reach you? 
They can call my office. It's 305-673-7010. Okay. 305-673-7010. What about website where people can get all of this information? Our website is www.miamibeachfl.gov, and it's backslash Veterans Day. Okay. Any final words for our listeners? Just I invite everyone in the community, whether you live in Miami Beach or anywhere else, to come join us on Friday morning to celebrate our greatest heroes, our veterans. And I hope and pray for a beautiful day that, you know, we can all enjoy together. And I want to celebrate you for being so committed to this and recognizing the value of our veterans and the work that they do. So thank you, Marsha Montserrat, Director of External Affairs for the City of Miami Beach. We'll see you Friday. Thank you. Look forward to it. Okay. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-S-1-E, at cmg.com. Join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus, and have a wonderful day. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.